All right, Pat. Some assembly required. We're back. We are back, Jack. Back at it again. But in a nicer place. I wish you guys could see. We're, we moved upstairs to the to the boardroom. The penthouse. The we've penthouse. Upgrade, we've upgraded. And uh, it's warmer. And there's actual furniture in the room. There's not slime and, and mildew from the basement anymore. I didn't see the slime. but that, I licked the wall. Anyways. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. well, we, we're back for another episode. Very happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, today we're talking about life. Death and the dash between. The dash between. The dash between. So, uh, a fun thing for our our listeners though is that in this episode we actually have, it's going to be kind of neat because I'm 28. Pat, you're much not 28 if I can say it that way. <laughs> 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 we're going to look at two different spectrums of life and how yeah. we we look at this topic. I mean, yeah. um, if I'm honest, 28 years old, had my first kid. I am not really thinking about death or the end goal or right. anything like that. How about yourself? I won't well, I'm, you. I'm 26 years removed from my 39th birthday, so um, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 65. I'm not good at math. Don't do that. <laughs> 65 is the new 50, though. That's all there is to there it. There you go. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. But yeah, we're, we kind of come at life from two different perspectives. You're if I can say it this way, you're kind of starting out Mm -hmm. and uh, we're kind of more than midway in our journey. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think it gives a little different perspective uh, as we look at James chapter four and our life being a vapor, right? Yeah. 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 So when I'm listening to the sermon, what comes into my mind is stories from Jesus about things like uh, you know, the flowers in the field, you know, they're here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about things. There's all these Bible passages that are basically telling me that I'm going to die someday. <laughs> you are but, going to die. Yes. Yeah. But I am so preoccupied, I feel like, with hmm. um, media, current events, things that are going on. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to maybe grasp death, the concept of death sometimes, uh, even when it comes to like career now i hate to use that kind of terminology because mm-hmm. i'm a pastor at the right, church right but the reality is is it's, it's like a career and you know starting out in it you want to conquer the world yep everybody does that and whatever they're doing mm-hmm. and so i feel like yeah i'm preoccupied in those things so i don't think about these uh, this subject enough maybe. yeah i don't think it's uh wrong to necessarily be preoccupied at this place in your life i would be a little worried about you if at 28 years of age every conversation was oh is at the funeral home the other day they're having a sale on caskets you know <laughs> i i'd be a little worried about that you know but better you... sale on pine than mahogany <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah pine's on sale so uh but your life is, um, you know, Maddie's just come along. She's yeah. three months old. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and Rachel have been married. How long have you been married? Five years, October. Yeah, yeah. God so, bless that woman. God bless her is right. <laughs> There's a reward in heaven for that. Oh, big crown. For that woman. <laughs> but um, so you're you're starting out in life. Why would you be thinking about end of life mm-hmm. um, as pastors? as kind of an occupational thing that we do. We mm-hmm. help people remember that we are... But dust, and yeah. to dust we return. Ash, to ash, dust, ash, to dust. To ash. So, um, 
so part of that is uh, normal, I think. But you get on uh, my end of it, and I, I don't feel like I'm really all that old. I mm. certainly don't feel whatever 65 is supposed to be, but I am. Mm. And so in 35 years, I'd be 100 years old. Well, in 35 years, you'll be... God bless you. Wow. You'll be 63? No, 53. Let's, let's not talk about it. I don't think... <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so uh, you're embracing it? I'm still living in denial of where uh, I'll be. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's something that I think, well, the Word of God is very clear about, that life is brief. You know, Job wasn't the most fun guy to hang with, you know. He he had a lot of bad things happen to him that that kind of took his thinking down a dark corridor, mm. you know, would would probably any of us, but I do think it's interesting. He said man born of woman is a few days in much trouble. Mm. And that succinctly puts uh what what our life is. Mm. And it fits into this dash that yeah. we were talking about, you know, that's the that's in between the date we were born and the date that we'll die. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that dash is really important, mm-hmm. how that dash is expended, how it's used up. Yeah. You know, you look on a gravestone. Carol and I like to go and look at gravestones when we're visiting somewhere, particularly old graves. Yeah. You know, I love it. I, yeah, I, I do I too, think actually. it's fascinating. It you is know? neat. And because that's that's somebody's life, right? Mm-hmm. That's somebody's family. They they lived like we did. They they worked. They you know, and so um, so they've been dead for a hundred years. And I wonder what was that dash like between eighteen thirty four and mm-hmm. you know eighteen ninety? You know mm-hmm. what what was what was that life? What what did it mm-hmm. measure up? What did it produce? And I I think that's so good for us. Maybe we don't think about death, but we should be thinking about the dash yeah. of what yeah. our life is made up of. Now, okay, so we're talking about death, and I'll just put it out there. I think a lot of people have anxiety about the idea of the fact we're going to die, right? Or that we didn't live our life to the fullest. That's actually one thing, personally, I wrestle with is this idea of I want to make my life count. I want to mm-hmm. use it in an appropriate way. Now, sometimes that can be a rabbit hole that you go way mm-hmm. too far down and you just stress about everything. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first got married, though, uh, the the weird transition that happens in life, right, when you get married and you basically go from I'm free, I can do whatever I want to I have worldly things I have to worry about now. Yep. And I remember when I first got married that I went through this season of uh, I was waking up at night, mm. all these kinds of things. And I was I was thinking I was really wrestling with the reality of mm-hmm. like, you know, you're not a kid anymore. You will you're mortal. You're going to come to an end at some point, right? And mm-hmm. and really wrestling with my mortality. Now, through, I believe, through my faith in Christ and walking through that, I mean, I can stand secure that I'm going to die someday and it's all in God's hands, you know what I mean? Whatever he did with this life. Now, maybe we could talk about that real quick, about sure. the anxiety surrounding it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as Christians, it's easy, right? In the sense we have Jesus, but let's face it, there's... There is some anxiety about death, right? So, yeah, and the thing about it, God has put in us the will to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's very strong inside of us, mm-hmm. this will to live, this will to survive. We read all the stories of the people lost out in the woods, and uh, I remember a few years ago, a rock climber uh, got pinned between 
Remember oh, was, that guy? It's a 127 hours movie yeah, or something? Yeah, and he, and he had to cut his, his arm off oh, with a pocket yeah. knife. Yeah. Well, the only way you could do that is because you have a will to live, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how God's made us. Mm-hmm. So um, is, it, is it fear of death as much as God has put in us this real strong desire to live, mm. you know? So, and I, guess, I guess we could say, too, that probably through that is that in a more uh, Anabaptist or Kingdom kind of way is that he's he's created us to thrive in life, too, right? To not just be like mm-hmm. an animal that's out in the field wandering around aimlessly, but to actually have a full life. Now, in this passage in James, though, it's talking about, like, don't get ahead of yourself, right? There's this idea of, like, you know, you're not going to be able, you know, don't be like, I'm going to go do this, and then I'm... You really, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do this. You don't have any say over it. That's the reality. But well, we but don't. He still wants us to have to thrive in this life, right? He does. And uh, the problem is, we we take that to an extreme where we want to control our universe, and yeah. so, which is an illusion. And mm-hmm. COVID, if nothing else, COVID has showed us we are not in charge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and so uh, Jesus. Uh, makes it very clear to us in the scriptures that life is in God's hands. And um, mm-hmm. and I, I get it. People worry about, oh, my life could end tomorrow. Well, our life could end today. It could, you know, it could. Mm-hmm. But I think what's more important is not so much life ending as much as what are we doing with it now? What are we doing in that dash yeah. between when we were born and mm-hmm. that future date? So, you know, uh, James asked the question in chapter 4, verse 14, how do you know that your life, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? And none of us have that. There's no crystal ball big enough or shiny enough. Tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow (laughs) never comes, right? Um, So I, I think it's important for us to realize that this vapor that we're living in called life, Hmm. that uh, the brokenness of this world yeah. is one reason that life is a vapor. Yeah, and and so God said that back in Genesis three, mm-hmm. you guys, you you sinned, you willfully mm-hmm. wanted to do your own thing, mm-hmm. and so there's a penalty, there's a cost for that, mm-hmm. and so we're paying that cost today. That life is a vapor, you know, yeah. and. Um, so I I don't think it's something that we should sit there and 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 want to get all over Adam and Eve and, and uh, <laughs> uh, kick them, but I I do think that we better be sure we're using that dash between born and and death. Mm-hmm. Let's use that for him. That's what he's that's what he's crying out for in Matthew. Uh, excuse me, James chapter four, yeah. and um, you know. God, what do you want me to do? What we ought to be saying is, Lord, what do you want me to do? And that's a rhythm that we need to get into Mm. of asking the Lord, what do you want me to do about my career? What do you want me to do about who I marry? What do you want to do about the kids we bring into this world? Lord, what do you want to do about the finances you've blessed me with? You know, I'm, I'm a steward carrying out these things. What do you want? You're the boss. Yeah. That's the rhythm that we need to be in. That's what we carry away from yeah. James chapter 4. And that's so interesting, too, to me, because I think of the garden story, right? And mm-hmm. one of the lines in it is this whole thing about 
uh, you know, the, the serpent says, you'll, you will be like God. And this mm-hmm. whole issue we do have with control. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, maybe, maybe you can share if you can think of a few on the spot thoughts here. Um, how do we surrender control to God to be more willing to do those kinds of things day to day to make that dash count? You know, like, so, uh, you're talking about, you know, who should I marry and things like that. Is there, would you maybe give us an idea of maybe some, a prayer or something we could do like that helps us day to day to say, here you go. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I think, um, there's this rhythm that we should be in where before we start the day, we should say, God, this is a day you've given me. Mm. Lamentation says his tender mercies are brand new every morning, right? Mm. So Lord, here's, um, I wore out your tender mercies yesterday, so we've got <laughs> brand new ones today. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, Lord, this day is from you. What do you want me to do with it? Mm. You know, what? how do you want me to carry myself at work? And that chat around the water cooler about the boss, is that something you want me to be a part of? Or is that something I should shy away from and not be a part of? Uh, what do you want me to do? And, uh, Lord, that girl, she is pretty. I'd really like to ask her out. You know, but mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it, is that really somebody that you'd want me to go down mm-hmm. um, the aisle with? Is that mm-hmm. somebody? So I, I think there's some practical things that we can do that I know it sounds a little funny, but, but when you have a relationship with God, then you can ask those kind of questions. If God mm-hmm. is foreign and strange and way out there in your life, then no, you're, you're not going to ask those questions. Yeah. You know? So it sounds to me like intimacy with God. Being, that's that's being where able it begins. To, yeah, it's being able to listen to him, mm-hmm. give him like daily, right? We always talk about this. It's, it's super important, the idea of being willing to submit to God daily and maybe vocally even saying it in mm-hmm. a prayer life allows us it kind of breaks the mold of us wanting to take control and i feel like from from what you're saying it sounds to me like that will actually help if we have anxiety about these things if we have you know we struggle with making our life matter or feeling like we've done a good job or even the end it all comes down to maybe we help we deal with those anxieties and those fears and all that (laughs) built up stuff with it by just spending time with god and saying you have control there's a great website called Infitium, I-N-F-I-T-I-U-M. Mm. And, um, and there is a prayer that uh, you literally use hand gestures and things to... D- and there's some people who start their day with this prayer of yielding themselves to God, their will, mm. their hands, uh, asking God to help them to be generous of spirit. And there's a wonderful prayer... Uh, if you go to Infitium, um, uh, you can Google it. Uh, um, you will see this wonderful prayer to start your day with that yields your life to God's. Mm. And it may feel funny at first, but I think uh, when you get into uh, making that a part of your life, you won't want to. You won't want to start your day without it. Yeah, because it, it it's this. This physical yielding, using our hands, uh, instead of a fist, we open it up like, God, I want to live with the open hand that what you give to me passes on to others, and, and I'm just a steward. And, and it's just a, an amazing place to yield your will to God's will. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
I think that'd be a great place for some of our listeners to start. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That yeah. sounds like a great thing. I know in the in the BIC, we've been talking over the past few years about more and more about you know uh, looking back on old prayers too, right? Mm-hmm. Like pr- ancient oh, prayers yes. and yes. and reflecting on some things because our our predecessors, you know, they did this. They they had their dash moment mm-hmm. in life, and they've really to be able to reflect more on those and and just learn from them in these areas, right? Oh, some of the most beautiful prayers about starting your life with God each day or ending your day mm. with God uh, are found in the Puritan prayers. And uh, you can Google those online. There's a, a really great prayer book uh, that is put out that are Puritan prayers for different events, different times of day. And it's just somebody just sharing uh, Jesus in mm in what God has done in that day in their life or what they anticipate God will do in that day. And it's just a yielding of themselves. It's a beautiful place to begin if you're not sure, how do I talk to God like that? Yeah. That's a beautiful place to start. That's perfect. Yeah. So good. Well, it gives me a lot to think about this week as I go through my week and I think about, you know, your dash, my dash. This is it. This is the, yeah. my dash for today. The part of the dash. Like That's a, right. A little sliver today. Um, <laughs> Indeed. But, you know, and as I go through it and I just, we learn to follow Jesus in our context as we apply his word and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, wherever we're at. Wherever and, we're at. Exactly. So, and, and to him that knows to do good mm. and doesn't do it, to him it is sin. Mm. And, and see, that's the beautiful thing as we realize we're in this dash. If God is showing us something, let's be sure we're listening because, mm. because God's not just showing us something for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for him. It's for his kingdom. Yeah. And so uh, just something else to think about as we, uh, as yeah. we wrap it up be today. Faithful stewards, right? And what he's called we us to. We are. We're stewards. So. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you have comments, questions, or even concerns, just shoot us an email mm-hmm. at nolan at waynefleetbic.com. I'd love to be able to respond. I mean, if you have, especially if you have questions, we'd love to maybe air them and chat about them. On That'd one be of the fun. Episodes. I'd love that. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity for us as a community to come around this. And uh, we pray that God is, uh, that you are aware of God's presence this week as you're going through, that you know that he is not uh, angry with you or looking to kind of to you know put you down under a thumb or anything. And even as we talk about this, I think about this more of how much he really just loves us in this moment. And he's calling us to himself. Because of moment. Jesus, you are enough. Yeah. Because of Jesus. And and if God had a fridge, our picture would be up on it. I yeah. believe that. I really do. And mine would be the cheesiest school picture you ever <laughs> did see. I'd love to see those. With my big ears and everything when yeah. I was a little kid. There you go. Um, so we pray that God uh, will continue to move in your heart and in your life this week as you continue on from this moment. God bless. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.